Welcome to Late Nights with Blunt Brook. In this podcast, there will be no beating around the bush. We get right down to the nitty gritty with hard to discuss topics and take a more blunt approach to all aspects of life. Tune in Friday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for fresh new episodes every week. Okay, so we're going to be talking about parenting and parenthood tonight. Oh, this subject is can be a very tender subject for some people because I feel like parenting nowadays is completely different than what parenting was when I was growing up. Like, I'm sure every generation feels that way in a way. Do you think? Yeah, because like my parents would say, Oh, this I don't, you know, I'm not as hard on you, hard on you. As my parents were on me growing up, every generation is like, oh, my parents were worse. No, my parents were worse. <laughs> I'm baked. <laughs> okay, so what was it like when you were growing up? How were your parents with you? Were they like strict? Did you get? Bacon, oh, uh, yeah, with hickories, yardsticks, belts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so your parents they were pretty strict, yeah, and like, firm. Mom were they definitely believed in discipline, they made me choose my own hickory switch, yeah, Monty. <laughs> Monty, it's like pick your weapon, yep, <laughs> and then give it to me, yes, my parents, same. But I feel like I'm a lot easier on my kids than my parents were on me. I don't spank them near. Yeah, I'm not much of a. I do when it's absolutely necessary, but honestly, taking um, TV away has the biggest effect on my oldest. Because she's all about games. She's a gamer girl. Mine, I've just now gotten to where I can use that against him. <laughs> oh, God. Like, spanking, spankings don't work for her. Really? But you take, you take Fortnite away. Yeah. And it's like, no, be good, I promise. And I'm like, I gave you, like, five chances. <laughs> and you still chose to argue with yeah. me. Yeah. And talk back. And I tell feel, me you're not going to do this. I feel like. See, my parents were more strict on me than my brother and sister. The middle and the youngest. Mm-hmm. They got away with a lot more than I did. And I felt the pressure of being the oldest. You know, set a good example for your siblings and yeah. all this stuff. Well, I'm just now getting to that stage with Serenity in life where she's getting mousy. Some of my kids will be sassy, but they've never been Kesney's a fireball. mousy. But she's getting, Ooh. she's in thir- third grade now and she's getting, Cadence has such a way about it. She's, if you really think about it, she's mousy, but she says hers in a funny, playful Kezzy does that sometimes too. Bitter. Like she'll make these facial expressions that make it really hard not to laugh. And she she knows she can use humor against me because I crack up so easily. Be like that too. Don't like, ever sit next to me in a serious event. Yeah. If you look at me, 
We're gonna get kicked out. Okay, for example, if you're like, go go wash the smelly dog, you know, bring him inside and go wash the smelly dog because you let him outside. I don't want to because he smells like poop. <laughs> like the way she does it, oh, I don't know. It just kills me. Oh, Cassie does this thing where she'll like stomp one foot and get this like demon face going, and I'm like, okay, you want to go there? I'll whip out my demon voice. Oh, <laughs> Emma's gotten over here. She'll make face. Like that, like, like she went her eyes really hard at you, and you know, did those little fists. Yep, but she's a redhead. She's, oh, yep, she's the only one so that have red hair. So I noticed that. A a red hue. I, don't, I don't know if it's because she was a preemie. I don't know. Me and and I had the most hiccups with her out of any of my kids. I mean, I feel like I redheads are fireballs. Trust me. My sister's a redhead too, and she—oh my god, I love her to death. But she, um, she was a mean kid. She was a mean, mean kid. Emma's gotten to where she'll tell you downright she don't want to do that, or I made her mad. Yep, she that's Kesney. Like, you made me mad, Mama. That's Kesney. None of my other kids have ever said anything like that. And Kyson, he's only one, so we still got a a oh, while. Yeah. But oh, that, that he, child is such a sweetheart. He is. But he's got a temper. He yeah, rarely he shows it. But the other day mm, when he wanted picked up, he did. When he get, did you see him do that back bend uh-huh. while he held on to his playpen? Like yes. you're gonna break your neck doing that. Like stop. Yeah. He used to bang his head on the floor. I'm glad yeah. he quit that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He used to just like bend down and no, no. And then I'm like, why did you hurt your head? Yeah. Like don't do that. It hurts my feelings because I'm like, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Sheesh, be mad, but don't Sawyer hit your head on the floor. And did his alligator roll. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you're like, come here, let me change your butt. And they're just like <laughs> yeah. crawling away. Carson does that too. Sometimes he'll cooperate, but other times he's like, um, screw you. <laughs> I'm going over here. So, it's okay, so, so funny, you man. have a boy and a girl. Yeah. And I have three girls and a boy. So I'm just now experiencing what the difference is between, you know, having a, a girl first and then a boy. And everybody's like, oh, girls are different than boys. And I was like, I just don't get it. There's like, yeah. love is love. But you just don't get it until you have until you have a one. Girl exactly. And, a and it is so different. You like, love them the amount, same exactly. But the relationship has its, its own unique different aspects yes. yeah i've tried to explain it to joel because he just doesn't get it he doesn't get it I... my husband understands it especially because his mom actually passed away when he was in his early 20s from like a 12-year fight of breast cancer and yeah because so for him he, it's different too yeah he would love to have his he would love to have his mom back and he said it's true what they say like you have this bond that you can't possibly have with Anybody else. Yeah. This is different. I love it. I'm so glad that I have those. I feel like it's a very good Yeah. It's, it's good to... You get to see into the life of both of them. But it's also challenging because 
you're wanting to teach them like the same things but you have to mix it up a little bit because not everything that can apply to a female can apply to a male yeah and it's like you have to figure out the best way to teach them i feel like and every kid is their temperament and their spirit is so different so yeah oh kids and kites are total opposites yeah so like cadence with her you would think with her being my most most blunt child that she would be more not cold-hearted but toughened if that makes sense to you know getting talked to she's the most tender she's the most blunt but she's the most tender so like with her i don't really have to spank her to get her to understand you know she messed up this isn't okay whereas serenity being my most tender is the most tough does that yeah. make sense see kesney she is extremely shy at first extremely shut down burying face into my back shy <clears throat> and she's six and that's just it's something that we're trying to work i mean that's who she is i'm not gonna try to change that but we're trying to work on it because it it can cause issues in yeah. her life later on when it comes to like social anxiety yeah and i have that i don't want her to have that it's miserable but it's so strange because okay like when i was growing up i was very talkative very very talkative i never i was so it's like the complete opposite because now that i'm an adult i'm very social yeah i don't know same here. I, I mean, I was the six-year-old who flashed everybody my new Barbie undies at my dad's work because I just really wanted him to see. Look, mommy got me some new Barbie undies. Look, <laughs> and I, I yanked my dress up in the middle of his workplace. <laughs> no, I was three. I was three years old. This is so cute. This weird over top. And everybody was like, "Oh!" <laughs> and now looking back, I'm like, "That's kind of weird, Margie. Why did you do that?" Because you're just so innocent. I was so excited. I was like, they're Barbie! (laughs) Yeah, Kesney is painfully shy. And uh, she wears her heart on her sleeve. She's extremely sensitive. Extremely sensitive. And that, Cody is working on that. He's trying to toughen her up. So, his disciplinary is not, like, a sergeant or anything, but it's a little tougher than than I'm, like, comfortable with. But that's just because I'm sensitive, too. And seeing my baby girl, you know, get in trouble, it hurts, it hurts my heart. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that was all. Like, I feel like I can get on to it. It's okay. Yeah. Like, don't you go get on to my baby. I the know. Way I go to my babies. And I don't know. <laughs> it's so bad because they do need that, but at the same time, it's like, did you have to go that hard on him? <laughs> like with Cody raising his voice, yeah, that does it for Kesney. Like she crumbles. She Aww. she cannot handle that. Yeah, and it makes me cry because I'm like, you yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's like I, I didn't was, yell. I was like, I that spoke with my loudly. Dad. My dad could just talk to me, and I would just cry. But my mom, my mom, my mom had to get rough with me. I guess it's just part of being a mama. Yeah. I don't know. Because you don't like to see your kids sad, even if they do need to be in trouble for what they did. It's still, like, that's my baby. Yeah. <laughs> don't hurt her feelings. <laughs> and what about mom guilt? Let's talk about mom guilt. 
Oh my for... god. I don't think any type of guilt measures up you to that. You have to have to have guilt. I think in different ways. Like, I'm not providing enough. Um, even Maybe. if they are, they, they feel like... Yeah, that would be they're not. They were insecure about. I think that's one of the biggest. That and um, was such a big thing. Did I do enough with them today? Always when you're trying to go to sleep. Yes, girl. Oh, like I'm trying to sleep and And you probably won't turn off, and you're just gonna keep. I have cried myself to sleep a few times because I just felt so bad. Like I could have paid a little more differently, or. I could have got down and played Barbies with her. I, just, down, I don't know played how. Barbies a little bit longer, you know? How, how old were you when you had her? I was 23. I was 19. I just turned 19. I had Serenity. Turned 19 in June, and I had her in August. When's your birthday? June 10th. Cousins is June 17th. And oh. Cody's is June 4th. Yeah. When's your birthday? April 17th. And I love how Christmas is also the 17th. Aw, that's so Just sweet. three months later. Okay, get this. Two oh, months. My kid, well, okay. Serenity and Kenneth's birthdays are both the 23rd. Emma's is the 24th. And Sawyer's is the 29th. Emma would have been induced on the 23rd, but they had to wait until the next day because it was like the week that I was able to be induced the earliest I was able to be induced. That's so cool. So she would have been the twenty third too if it wasn't for that law. My um childhood best friend, we've been friends for like eighteen years now. Her birthday is also June seventeenth. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we literally ran parallel lives like growing up. We got pregnant at the same time. She got pregnant just a little bit before me, but we were pregnant at the same time. Um, the same relationship crap ha- would happen at the same time, even though, like, the guy I would have been dating had nothing to do. She was from Hartwell. Mm-hmm. So, it was crazy. My childhood best friend, we aren't that close anymore. I mean, I still keep up with her, you know what I mean? You know, make sure she's okay. If I ever see posts like where her kids are sick, I'm like, Can you ever be okay? Do you need anything? Or I'll try to and just kind of keep up, you know, behind the scenes. Just, you know. Yeah. Um, I still talk to her. She has three girls and a boy, just like I do. Oh, that's and crazy. And they're exact same age differences. That is crazy. Three girls and a boy. It's wild. I always think about that. How neat that is. And we don't talk anymore, so it wasn't, like, planned or anything. So, so well, Kyson, he's just now got to where he's, like, and, like, understanding a little bit more. I was going to say, do you feel like you have to be harder on him than you were with Kesson? I do in terms of how often I have to get on to him because he is wild. He keeps me on my toes. Kesney, I didn't have to worry about a lot of things with Kesney. She wasn't a climber. She didn't eat every little thing in sight or try to, you know, fine. 
she was pretty good. Kaisen is like Donnie from the Wild Thornberries. <laughs> and he comes in the from the moment he woke he um wakes up to the moment he goes to sleep, he is wide open. Sometimes he'll chill and watch a movie. Like, yeah, he's always got energy. He is always on the go. And I'm so glad we have that huge playpen because he can just run around in it. <laughs> And I don't have to be like, no, 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 don't touch that. It's so different. It's so wild to me, like, how your kids can be so different. Because um, I feel like my first two are more demanding than my younger two. Kezi is very needy. just so chill. I mean, just so chill. And Joel's like, well, it's just because they were our first two kids. We didn't know what we were doing as much. As we did do with our younger two, he thinks that that's because that we've just matured in our parenting. More laid back, but with your first baby, you worry more about. Oh God, don't stick that in your mouth. It's gonna be dirty. And I feel like your I'm, I'm having to worry more about that with Kyson than I did Kesney. He's always. I, I wonder if it's because he's a boy. Because like my first year girl, so. I got more I of a variety of girls, like their personality traits. I do know that right after I had Kaisen, I had postpartum, but it wasn't like I don't want to be around my baby. It was like I'm extremely attached. Like, really? Yes. Like, scared something bad would happen? Yeah, I was so attached to him after I had him. I would hold him constantly. Constantly. See, mine was completely different. <clears throat> With Serenity, I had like very invasive thoughts. And they weren't happy, like, at all. And then with Cadence, it was a more, I cannot do this. I physically, I can't. I, it's like I wanted to get up and fix my baby a bottle, but it was just like I was just scared. I don't know if it was just from pure exhaustion. I know some, I know some people because who have that I had too. a two-year-old at the time, and Cadence was a newborn. Serenity was two. So Serenity was very, very hyper during the day. So she didn't take naps or anything. So I'm sitting up all day to make sure she's okay. And then all night, because Cadence was set up to feed, and she was the fattest freaking kid ever. And she loved to eat. And she was very, like, every hour, every hour and a half, she just ate, ate, ate. So I'm up all night with Cadence and all day with Serenity. And it just got to the point where I, I just I couldn't. I literally passed out from exhaustion one day. I got up. When I woke up, I wasn't feeling well. I was like, sick. Like, uh, I could throw up at any moment. Like, I, I can't get out of bed. I can't move or I'm going to just projectile vomit everywhere. So I called my nanny. And she came over to help me. And I hadn't gotten up out of bed long before she got there. And I got up and was going to help her get Cadence dressed. Because she was getting Serenity dressed, so I was going to get Cadence dressed. And she was just going to help me do my day. Well, I got up off of my bed to go get clothes for Cadence. And when I did, I passed out and hit my head on the dresser. And was laying in the floor when she found me. And I don't know how long I had been laying there. And she came in there after she got done dressing Serenity. And I was in the floor. And she called the ambulance. And they took me to the hospital, and they're like, you're just exhausted. You're just purely exhausted. You're a little bit anemic, but, like, you just have no more to go. 
That's where I'll see. That is scary. Like your head's fine, but like when you pass out, but then you're just exhausted. Yeah, I remember when he was still a newborn, my mom and my sister and her now husband came over. And I think my brother, too. And they wanted to come see Kaisen because, you know, we were in the middle of the pandemic whenever I had him. So nobody could come to the hospital. So people were coming over when we were home, and that gave me a chance to go get a shower. And when I went in there, I, like, I lost it. And Cody's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, is he gonna be okay? Like, like, like he's gonna be fine, right? What if, what if they drop him? <laughs> You're just constantly I was, worrying. I was in a constant state of oh, worry, and terrible I couldn't get away from like him. That. Like, even when he was a few months old and we would leave him with his nanny and papa for a few hours so me and Cody could, like, have a date. After, like, a couple hours, I'm like, I need, I need, I need my baby. Like, we gotta go get him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, You're I'm just, so... like, driving yourself to the point of exhaustion just from worrying so much. Oh. And that's he like a would mental exhaustion up. now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's, in my opinion, that's so much worse than a physical exhaustion. Well, a lot of people know. don't know this, but when he came out, he wasn't crying. Oh, wow. Yeah, so his oxygen was lower than it was supposed to be. And was like the sword wrapped or anything? No, um, he just, that's actually common for C-section babies. To, I, to have lower oxygen. I'm not sure why, but that's. Oh, I feel like they told me this because Sawyer, it's because when they come out and they get contracted out, it suctions out their mouth a little bit already on its own when you contract and pull them out or push them out. That makes it sense. Gets a little bit of the mucus out of the way. And C-section babies don't get that push to push that out of the way for them. But they got, they were able to get his oxygen up, and I finally got to hear him cry. But Cody almost passed out. That scared him so bad that he almost passed out. So they had to bring him, like, a cold towel. And <laughs> all I that could think about was my son's you're just not laying there and you physically just can't move. You're just Yeah, like, and I'm like, what's wrong with him? Why isn't he crying? Because... I didn't hear anything, and they were like, he's here, and I'm like, I don't hear anything. <laughs> like, like, with Kesney, she was right off the bat screaming. Kaisen was not, and I was like, why isn't he crying? Is he okay? Is my baby okay? Like, I was freaking out. It doesn't help that I couldn't move my legs. Yeah. When, okay, they, they kept asking me, they're like, are you ready for your baby to be here? He'll be here in just a minute. So, like, I felt like it took forever for them to get him out. And so I was like, is he here? Is he here? Is he here? And I don't know. I was just anticipating it so much. It felt like hours. I know it wasn't that long at all, but it just felt like it took forever for him to, like, be here so I could see him. I don't know. Oh, my God. So you know how they don't let the husband in the room. Um, have you ever had a C-section? Sawyer. I had to have one. Sorry, okay. So you know how they'll let your husband in the room unless yeah. it's an emergency. Um, since this was planned, he was in there, and they didn't let him come in (laughs) until I was already, like, on the table and ready, and then I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, you need to bring him in here, because, like, I'm freaking, I was panicking, like, I was hyperventilating, I can't stand the feeling of losing mobility, like, it freaks me out, and not to mention they tie your arms down, 
So like there's that and the spinal tap hurts so bad. And he walked in right as Dr. Hatchett sliced me open. And he said, it wasn't like you think it would be. He said, it literally flapped. <laughs> yeah, but he walked in and just saw, like, all this muscle. He, he said, it didn't just, he said, it just flapped open. And I was like, stop. There's a reason oh, I don't tell them I want to clear curtain. I don't want to know. section on video, like the whole thing, Ugh. and you could see my uterus sitting on the side. That's right, y'all. They so literally funny. move our oh, organs around. Chilling over there. Oh. Uh, it's so not. It was so nauseating watching myself on the table, knowing that was me. It was just. I can't watch anything oh, like that. I God. have a seriously It was just stomach. like, on, like, it was like, different than watching a horror movie. Because, like, in a horror movie, you're like, oh, that's terrible. But, like, knowing that's you and, like, oh, all the pain sits in your body. Just... The healing oh. process from this, from the second C-section was horrendous. And I had this cough. Ooh. Yeah. And Did you so... get pneumonia? No. Oh. Girl. But when I coughed, it felt like I was being ripped open. Oh, and, my. Oh, oh my God. God that Girl, so nobody bad. told me, nobody told me that you could get cramps from gas and not being able to relieve gas. And, like, it builds up in your body and will, like, create spasms. Nobody told me this. And my butthole was paralyzed, so I couldn't fart and like get the gas out so it got crap and i had the worst back and neck pain i like couldn't move and it felt hot like it was gonna explode and it it hurt so bad and i cried and she was like you just gotta fart and i'm just like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard but it is the hardest truth like it's wow the way our bodies work oh my god yeah, it was there. <laughs> it's funny because, like, we say all these. Oh my god, my entire pregnancy was painful with Tyson. I when I say every single day of that pregnancy was miserable, I'm not lying. Nine months of straight misery. I had that pelvis problem where my pelvis was unbalanced and that caused a crazy amount of pain. Ooh, my pubic bone put pressure on your uterus yes and it put it makes your pelvic bone feel like it's gonna break when you move and so i was just in constant pain my morning sickness was horrible but thankfully it didn't last the whole pregnancy um i developed plantar physiitis physicitis whatever mm -hmm. in my feet both of them isn't that where your feet smell N oh i had cankles with kyson but no it's um your heel, like you almost can't walk. It's so unbearably it's painful. Like fluid build up on your I can't remember exactly what mm, it is, but I developed it in both feet. And so every morning when I get out of bed, that's when it hurts the most. Oh no. But that's terrible. Just horrendous pregnancy. But we would do it all over again for them. Yeah. That's absolutely. crazy. 
how okay so my pregnancies were all completely different sawyer was the like the hardest one it, hmm. maybe it's a boy thing well, i've always heard different. boy pregnancies are my, horrible the thing that not your not my i don't know if you say my placenta fell or my pelvic floor fell but it fell and when it did everything shifted down and it created a hernia called an inguinal hernia and i was like they were like it can twist and like cause it to suffocate and like it's my intestines yeah intestines fell something fell okay and they were like yeah it can, it can strangulate your yes, intestines strangulate. that's the word and so i was like well how does that work when you go to push the baby out of your vagina because like it's down there so like is it gonna pop out is it gonna be pushed out and they were like yeah we'll have somebody there with their hand all oh, the hernias and appears and thank God, I swear God, he he knows what he's doing. So I had been dilated to four centimeters for two months, and I was on progesterone, monthly progesterone shots, and um, another medication to help me keep from going in preterm labor because I did with Emma. My membranes ruptured at thirty-one weeks with Emma. Ooh. Anyways, so I was on all kinds of medication to keep Sawyer safe during that pregnancy and I had been dilated to four centimeters and I wasn't supposed to dilate at all so I was dilated to four centimeters for two months and he didn't move because his shoulders were stuck in between his hip bones and he came out at 9 uh, 9 14 9 15 two ounces shy of being 10 pounds good and Lord. I feel like if I would have had him naturally and me having that hernia, I feel like something bad would have happened to suck. That's why Kesney was a planned C-section. I've never had a natural birth because she was nine pounds, four yeah. ounces. They were supposed to induce me, and she was like, we already dilated so far. We would like to give you Pitocin and make you try to live again on your bone. And I was like, I don't want to. I'm terrified. Please give me a C-section. Yeah. And she measured him one more time, and she's like, I can literally feel his shoulders touching your hip bones. She's like, I think that if we tried to make you have him, his um, what's it called? Where they dislocate their shoulder, where you're trying to birth them, and their shoulder oh, gets yeah. dislocated, or where it's stuck. They were scared that would happen, and I was like, I don't want that to happen. I feel like. In my personal opinion, the risk for that happening was so much less than the risk of having a C-section. That's why so that's Kesney why was planned. Like, yeah. Because my OB was like, I can't promise you that something will not get broken coming out because she is so big. And I also can't promise that you'll make it through. How big was she? She was 9 pounds, 6 ounces. 4 <sighs> ounces, sorry. Such a big baby. She's so tiny. She was huge. Oh. So she was like, it's up to you if you want to try natural. Again, that's your choice. But my professional opinion, I would not risk it. And I was like, oh, I'm not. I'm not risking her life or mine, but especially hers. Yeah. I was like, so we'll do a C-section. And then I, I had Kaisen because I had already had a previous C-section. So I just wanted the C-section with him too. But sometimes I kind of wish I could go back and try naturally with him. Oh. But like... I didn't have to push him through there. Like, <laughs> that's fine with me. <laughs> it's so weird because I've got to experience both. And I will say that everybody that tries to hate on C-sections without having a C-section is so wrong. Yeah. Because there's like, a lot I of healing. A lot of people are like, 
Oh, you took the easy way out because you didn't have to feel those contractions and that pain, but the recovery from... The recovery is horrible. Do you still have no feeling there? No, I always had the most... I hate my scar. I hate touching it. I hate it. It sends, like, electricity throughout my body. Yeah, like, it's numb, but you can feel a certain feeling, and it's super uncomfortable. Cody tries to tickle it. Oh. And I'm like, please don't. Like, I, I don't cringe. Like I cringe at the thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I terrible. cringe at the thought of Some it being touched. people say they never get the feeling back there. My mom never did. She had two C-sections. I was the only natural birth, and then Sam and CJ were C-section. I feel like my stomach will never go back to the way it was. No, because that muscle was together. cut. It's like an, a big, thick indention there think that your parenting style is that much different from what yeah. you were raised isn't it is it intentional we have a lot more pressure on us too though because like you have all these people over here ready to call defects if you spank your child yes you have all these people in the store that will literally put their nose, put their where, nose it where it doesn't belong and say excuse me you shouldn't be doing that i to know child. okay like, y'all don't know what they've done throughout the day for their parents y'all didn't to hear her screaming how, how many other times before this time that you called did the kids have a chance and no they shouldn't have been so this was the straw that broke the camel's back you don't know what what you ain't thought you know exactly. what i mean if people want to comment on what they see not what what it is what you i know really what I mean? can't stand is the sanctimonies and the the moms who do that gentle parenting. Yeah. Giving kids all these options. I'm like, you are the parent. There was this they're not. You yeah, know what's better. There than was them. this mom. She just asked her kid to pick the cup up. And the, the kid's like, I don't want to. And she's like, Okay, do you want to do it in one minute or in like three minutes or something? No. And I'm like, by the time you asked her that, she could have already had the cup picked exactly. up. Exactly. Like that's just. I feel like that's just instilling laziness in them. It is like. And I'll do it when I want to. What about when they attitude. when they go to work? Yes, when they and get out of the real like, world. You need to go do this. Like, no, nah, can you give me like three minutes? Like, no, nah, it doesn't work that way. The boss day. is like, I need this done within a day, and they're not like, I'll get back to you in three to five business, business days. days. I the do world apologize. Is so divided now. I do apologize to Kesney when, you know, I handled something. And you realized like, Yes, like, I, I didn't have to be like that. Yeah. I, I do. I apologize. But there's no way. Mm-mm. You apologize when you're being human. I don't let my kids run over me. Mm-mm. Her meal, she has to finish her meal unless she is absolutely full. Like, yeah, and not just telling me she is. Yeah, because they want to go do something, and then when it's bedtime, they're like, "I'm oh, hungry." Yeah. What well, you should have ate when it was. That's time. what Cody says. You should have ate. Yep. You had. They have to learn the hard way that this is the time you eat when you need to eat. Yep. He says you eat when we eat. Do you ever think? I feel like this is part of mom's guilt, but like, yeah, you never know if you're picking up your kids until it's too late. Mm-hmm. Like in hindsight, because I was like, oh, so I always think I'm like that sucks because that's someone's life. I feel like I'm ruining my kids because I see an, a very anxious mommy. From what I hear at school, I'm doing a pretty good job, I guess. Me and Cody are yeah, because she are. is the most polite. She is such a person. She is just a beautiful human. I love her. She has a heart of gold. She's just she a really bit feisty does. at home. <laughs> 
I feel like kids are always like, well, if I be with their mom, because it's mom, she's your comfort. There's some studies there. done on that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Kids act up the most around their moms yes. because they know that their mom is their safe haven. And they, so they their mom's going to love them unconditionally. They can be themselves and I let out like, all their frustration. I feel like you're, if you're a good mom, did you have that unconditional love? I feel like that's just part of being a mom. Or should mm-hmm. be. I've said I it it's hard not to. My kids are the sole reason why I'm living yeah. at this point. Like, kids don't get how much weight they bear on your heart. They don't get how much power they have over you, too. Everything I do, I think, is just going to affect them or not. And even, like, innocent things. Driving. I don't know. Like, it's just the practical fact of their life being in your hands no matter what. How do you... How do you sit back and relax when you're responsible for two little lives? <laughs> I can't. I can't relax ever. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. And it sounds like I'm complaining about it, but I'm not. No. I'm just stating the cold, hard fact. If you want to worry yourself to death for the rest of your life, become a parent. <laughs> yes, Lord. Okay. So, on a happier note, I feel like every parent has got one. Tell me a poopy story about your baby. Every baby has got to have, like, that one just nasty, raunchy, explosive. I was holding Kyson in my lap, (laughs) and I felt something on my leg. I was like, ooh, God, Kyson. And I looked down, and shit is just seeping (laughs) out of his diaper, out of his, through his onesie. (laughs) And I was like, oh, God, he just shit on me. So I, I pick him up. At this point, it's smeared down my leg. It's on my arm. It's on my hands. It's on his clothes. It's on the chair. It's on the bathroom floor. Oh it's on God. the bathtub. Oh, my God. I was like, he's like, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't. He's like, I'm sorry, you're on your own. I remember this saying these exact words with Sawyer to Joel. I'm literally covered in yellow shit. This was brown and liquid. This is breast milk. Mm, it is mm. like soup, yellow, cheesy soup. This was it, formula. Oh, that Lord. stuff was that thank you, chalky My girls, all but. Emma and Sawyer had to be formula fed because they were allergic to my milk. They had a protein allergy. Sabrina and Kate did. And then Emma and Sawyer were breastfed. Sawyer's been the longest so that I've been able to breastfeed. With Emma, I breastfed her, but she was in the NICU. So I had to pump a lot and in the drop. I never breastfed. Not one time. Really? With either child? Nope. Did you want to or mm-hmm. you just... I absolutely did not want to. <laughs> Girl, there's been so many times where I've debated giving up. And then I'm like, I just, I want to prove to myself that I can do it. That's it's the like, only reason I'm still going. Because I feel like I've quit or there's been something that happened to keep me from doing it before. So now it's just all, all I want to prove I hate the I hate the moms that are like, you're selfish for not wanting to um, breastfeed. Girl. Your and baby's like, bed. Like, no That's offense, but I'm allowed to care about my body Absolutely. still. Absolutely. Like, it's I'm gonna sorry. be your body still at the end of the day when they're long gone. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry that I don't want 
Your baby ain't starving. Your baby's fed. That's how My baby is now 25 pounds of pure chunk. I know. Super healthy. Um, both of my babies were spottle fed and Ugh, super healthy. It's so cute. If me and Kessie are like playing around and if she like looks like she's attacking me or something mm-hmm. like that, Kyson gets so upset. Like he will, he'll get that worried look on his face and he'll just start whining and fussing and, and crying oh. and screaming and and I'm like, okay, stop. He thinks you're being mean. Like he can't stand. Mm-mm. He can't stand it. If he thinks somebody is wild, hurting me, then he gets so upset. Mother and son bodies at such an early age. I know everybody kept telling me, like, you're going to love him differently. You're going to love him the same as Kazan, but you're going to love him right. differently. And, and I'm like, I don't understand. Crazy. Like, You don't get it until I'm it like, happens. I feel like that's not fair to Kesney. So, no, I don't think it'll be like that. It's like that. It's like that. It's, you can't help it. I, I would die for both of them. But I just love them differently. I feel like the differently. type of love that each requires is There's a son different. love and there's a daughter love. Yes, it's a different kind of love, like, required of you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And you bond differently. Like, Kesney is a daddy's girl. Oh, absolutely. Like, she I, like, is I a mama's... Same, same. She's a mama's girl, too, but... It's, their relationship is different from yours. I couldn't imagine the day, God forbid, it ever happened if somebody tried to take my children away from me. For any reason. God, mm-hmm. don't allow that day to ever come because that person. Or take me away from them. Yeah. That's my biggest fear is something happening. Yeah. To one of my kids or to me. Like, nobody's got them like mommy. Yeah. I don't care what, I don't care what anybody says. They can argue with me all day, but nobody has your back like your mom. Let me tell you my quick story. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Rudy was my first baby, and I was very young. I was 19, and I couldn't breastfeed her because it was making her sick, so we had to find formulas that worked with her, and she was having such a hard time. Like, we had just gone through formula after formula after formula trying to find one that she going to get sick on. So this one formula made her have explosives. I mean, like, every one was shit storm. Mm. And I never really like, messed with babies growing up. I didn't babysit kids or nothing. So like, I literally just didn't know anything I was about so kids at all. So she pooped and it got all over her clothes. And while I was trying to change her, it wound up getting all over me. All over the bathroom. Mm. All over her from head to toe. We both had to get in the shower. We were both literally covered in her poop. Oh head. my gosh. Cassie had to have her like that too terrible. when she was little. Terrible. I remember I it was just me and her at home, and you know she was my first baby, so I called my mom, and I was like, "Mom, there's poop all the way up her back. What do I do?" <laughs> like I was just freaking out. She's like, "Okay, just sit her in the bathtub, take her clothes off, <laughs> <laughs> just throw the whole shirt away." Oh, I, I might have. Oh Lord. Sawyer is one that so likes much. to, I don't know how he does it, I, I don't know what it is about him, but I will put his diaper up, and it's like, it won't even touch his diaper. The diaper will be dry as hell, and it'll be all over his clothes instead. It's like, how does he just pull his diaper to the side and go to the bathroom? I don't know. So, I was sitting on the couch with him, 
and I had him in my lap facing the TV. We were watching TV together, and he pooped, and it didn't go in his diaper. It came out and up, and it was all over and out the top of the back of his diaper, and all over the front of my shirt. It was all over my stomach. Oh. I felt something warm and mushy, and I was like, what? is this and i'm like what's happening and i look up and there's this yellow shit everywhere oh, in between me no. and him i mean just so much poop and i'm like oh god we're stuck together like glue but with poop oh it was terrible get rid of the whole baby here exchange so, Cadence was the my most demanding child, like, on a sleep schedule. She was on a very strict schedule, and she slept a lot. Well, she had a schedule of waking up every day at 9 o'clock on her own. Like, I mean, on the nose, 9 o'clock every day. Well, one morning, she didn't wake up, and it was, like, 9.30, and I was like, why is she not up? So, I went to check on her, and she was in there, and she had shit took her diaper off and had painted herself and every one of the bed rails. No! Throw the whole crib away. Buy another one. She got it on the walls. She had it in her eyes. <laughs> in her mouth. She was like a little child dipping melted chocolate. I mean, like a Hershey's bar. <laughs> And she was just the whitest little teeth showing. She was so happy and proud of herself. Her look, heart masterpiece. Of look at my heart. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it smelled so bad. Yes. You had to like get up close and personal to clean every crevice of the bed. <sighs> oh my God. It was terrible. He was the worst diaper thrower. Did you have a diaper thrower? Tyson takes his off and pees in his playpen. Oh, no. <laughs> Every time I see his diaper missing, I look for a puddle. Oh, Every man. time. And I, this has happened twice now. He does try to wipe himself, too. When I was little, my mom taught my brother, like, probably turned my brother by going outside to pee. So, my dad always called him to go find a tree or a bush. So, we would be at, like, a church or something, and he'd go try to pee the big hydrangeas. I remember him going over there and trying to pee in this church. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my Lord. I pray Sawyer don't do that to me. Emma, you do your she thing. was a weird one. She was the hardest to potty train. And all of my kids, I've had them potty trained by the time they were two. But hers was, like... Two and a half because she was like, as long as I have a diaper on, I can pee in it because it's gonna catch it. But if I'm running around naked, I can't pee in the floor because I ain't got nothing to catch it. So to potty train her, I'd have to let her run around naked so she wouldn't pee on herself. She could pee in the floor. And as soon as I'd put a diaper back on her, she'd pee in it. So for the longest time, I had to potty train her, just letting her run around naked. <laughs> I've and then after she got used to that, then I had to potty train her to use panties. I took Kez's hand and let her pick out her own undies to get her excited about it. Yeah. It worked. She couldn't wait to wear them. Thank you, Margie, for being a guest on tonight's episode. I had fun. <laughs>